Hello, fags, and welcome to another episode of Normal But Not As We Know It. My name's Adam Jacobs, and this is the podcast that asks the question, how new is our new normal, and what is new worthy? Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Normal But Not As We Know It. I certainly hope that your normal is shaping up to be better than your old normal. Is that right? I think I got that right. And I know I've heard the message many of you are saying, and one dude from Tampa in Florida, thanks for tuning in, mate. You even went to the trouble to leave a voice message through the Anchor app, which is the best way to record a podcast, folks. Thanks for tuning in, dude. And yes, the invitation is open, all those open micers here in Australia who want to do a spot in Tampa. Sometime in the next three years when the pandemic ends, you can go to Tampa and do a spot. Why not? Now, I've heard the message. Many of you have said, Adam, can we have another comedy legend on the show? Of course. And they've been lining up, haven't they? I don't know where I get these fantastic... Uh, com- comedians who have that thing where they sort of walk on the stage and can make people laugh. But I've got another one here with you, folks, and he's come all the way from Pommyland, which is England, if you're not uh, Australian. And uh, I don't know, I wish we could talk about uh, the whole the whole Pommy label because it was very much a uh, hashtag thing at the moment, isn't it, all this uh, labelling? But anyway, he d- actually did some proper writing for TV back in the UK for a hail and pace. If those of you who don't remember what that show is, then Google it. Google it now. He's a fantastic stand-up. He's a fantastic producer, puts on fantastic shows at all the comedy festivals of the, around Australia. Please, welcome to the microphone, Mike. <laughs> Mr. Terry North! Yay! Yay! Terry, how are Hello. you? I am. I am good. I'm. I'm good. Good oh, lockdown and um, having a beer and just um, wondering when I might be free again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were free briefly. You had a moment. I was, I had a moment. I, I had a few moments actually. It was looking good for a few moments, and then I came back to Victoria and. Um, Yes, here we go again. It is. It's for those of you who are playing along here in Australia. We we're doing okay. I think that's the best way to put it with the pandemic, and most of the country were con- well putting in in measures that were quite strict in many ways. And I think this has been well reported around the world. But in certain uh, hot spots—that's what they call them now, don't they? Hot spots. Hot spots. Where. Yeah. It's evidently mm-hmm. a, out of a hot spot you get a cluster or clusters, and this is starting. This is starting. This is more like an STD uh, presentation, <laughs> isn't it? What we're talking about. It is. Not that I've had <laughs> hot spots with clusters on them. Don't, don't. I just had a, I just had an image of me driving through a hot spot and taking peeling <laughs> off layers of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the corona might be here. Yes. But but you are doing exactly what you sh- what you need to be, which is sipping on a beer. So am I. I've I'm in sympathy with Terry. Mm-hmm. I'm of course in a different part of the country, and this is where it gets a bit weird, because we've got r- restrictions happening in localized areas. Of course, it's expanded where you are, Terry, and it's now taken in all the whole of Melbourne. But that doesn't mean the whole yeah. state is necessarily in lockdown. No, it's not just of yet. No, it isn't. And, and for so, the first um, time, a, a group of these uh, Melbournians are the first in Australia to mandatory mask up. 
Yes, we do have to mask up, and I've got to get used to that because I keep walking into places without one, and then I realise and I have to do a quick dash back to my car. I like, I like, I like the excuse you made at the bottle shop, and those of you who are playing along from overseas, that's where you go with your car to pick up alcohol. So you can, alcohol. you don't much even have needed, to get out of your car. Much needed alcohol. I am, I am excessively going to the bottle shop get me through these long bloody nights. The nights are the worst. We can go out for four reasons. Four? And, um, four re- there are four reasons you can go out for, yeah. I can remember one of them. Um, <laughs> that's to go to the supermarket if you need stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you're allowed to go out and exercise. I, I am allowed to play golf, which is um, which is still okay. Um, a bit awkward with a mask on, but anyway. Um <laughs> And and if I need medical attention, or if I'm um, going to visit someone to care for them. Oh. So that's the four reasons you're allowed to go out. Yeah. So I go out just for the two reasons, really: exercise and supermarket. Yes, supermarket, which is a code for bottle shop. But <laughs> well, they are. It must be Australia. It has to be Australia when you can go to the supermarket to buy alcohol. It has to be in Australia. You can do that anywhere in the world, of course. But I like the excuse you made. You've left your mask in the car and you walked into the shop and you said to everyone, No, I've got a face coloured mask. I drew my own mouth. <laughs> It's on a, the mask. And it's animated too. So. <laughs> 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 if I flick my lips like this, everything moves. Just like, um, a, like a, some sort of puppet. That's what it is. You're, you're wearing yeah. your own face yeah. as a puppet. Mm. Mm, mm. Well, here's to you. I'm just giving you a little um, cheers right now. Yeah. And I'm having um, a little sip myself. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Lockdown is... And we're halfway through it now. Uh, well, tomorrow's the halfway mark for the six weeks. Six weeks of lockdown. And we're three weeks in. Okay. Three weeks to go. I think the worst part of it as well is actually having to stay here in bloody Victoria. It's, you know, you can't go anywhere. We're, we're like the pariahs. We are, we are the, you know, we, we, nobody the, wants The outcasts. We are the outcasts. You know, we border South Australia and New South Wales, and both of those borders are closed to us. We can't, we can't go over those borders. Mm. I mean, when they first did it, it was just for the people that lived in the in the so-called hotspots. Um, I don't live in a hotspot. Um, I live in a very cold spot, actually. Up <laughs> <in there>. so, <laughs> hence, I've got the fire alight now. Or something. You do. We should we should paint the picture. Those those of you who aren't familiar with the Yarra Ranges in Victoria, it's kind of like, well, they could have shot a Hobbiton in New Zealand, of course, which they which they end up doing, or they could have hot um, shot Hobbiton, and we're talking Lord of the Rings here, in uh, Belgrave where Terry lives, and they could have got most of the locals to play the play the parts. As well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they and are they excessive. Wouldn't known, they wouldn't have even known. They were the yeah, it'd be more like a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> They're excessively hairy. 
<laughs> Let's just put it that way. Hairy and airy. Very hairy. And airy, too. They are. But no, you're right. You are. You. It was initially just the hotspots, and now they've gone um, full city. Yeah, they've gone, well, the whole of Victoria, actually. Mm. Uh, if, if you're from Victoria, then you are not welcome. You just stay. Which is strange uh, because really, for those of you, I'm sure, you know, most people understand that Melbourne is somewhat the cultural centre of Australia, essentially. I think some Sydney-siders might have one or two things to say about that. And those of you who are enjoying the acoustics in the background, or can we say the percussive uh, additions that playing out playing out in the background there. Terry is making dinner for his son. Okay, so there it is. He's putting some spaghetti on the plate right now. <laughs> And we're joking about. Look, are you going to come on this podcast as a chef, as yeah, a right. t- as a TV comedy writer, it's, it's as a as a stand up, as a as a, a, a community service announcement? How not to wear your mask? You know, what, what's what's your hat? What hat are you going to put on here, Terry? Um, well, I've got my chef pants on at the moment, so <laughs> I, I don't have a hat. Um, I just got different pants that I wear. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just throwing on the chef pants at the moment, and um, I'm just gonna. This is the cooking segment. <laughs> <laughs> so you can still cook yeah. in lockdown. You can still cook in lockdown. So I'm just going to strain the spaghetti here and then put it back and, and it can just sort of simmer and it can stay under the cover for a while. And yeah, I better turn the heat off that, otherwise it will stick to the bottom of the pan. That wouldn't be a very good cooking segment, would it? No. The chef. So Unless that's it's... Sit now. That's fine. Everything's just simmering away. It's all good. Oh, beautiful. That's and, sounds... Um, um, oh, I forgot to get another beer out of the fridge, hang on. <laughs> most important thing. The most, yes, to give that tomato sauce, that that quintessential Australian hop, hoppy, toppy taste. For those yes. of you who actually believe that we put beer in pasta sauce, <laughs> I would have to tell you right now. It's not we true. <laughs> it's, true. It's, true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Hashtag it's true. And red wine. Yeah, well, the red wine. Absolutely, definitely. And I have yeah. learned that lesson the hard way that you put on, you put in the a good wine. You don't put in the cheap wine. Yeah, you no, can. people do that, don't they? They, they, they do. They, they, they get given a cheap bottle of wine by a so-called friend. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and they keep that for cooking. And that, that's not the way to do it, guys. I know. I know people who will be who will take the bottle of wine when you come. You you're going to visit. You're going to have dinner. Yeah, yeah. So you bring the bottle of wine, don't you? Yep. And you say, oh yeah, here you go, mate. You um, you know for, for for dinner or whatever. And they go, oh that's that's fantastic. Straight downstairs in the cellar, and yep. you don't you don't see it ever if the rest not? of the night. And what they've sure. got is their their wine, um, air, air quotes, that they've um, organised for the night. So mm. that's that's how that's how you grow your cellar, and it's not yeah. not very hospitable little tool of you. I'm so. more polite. I, I actually I actually do use the cheap wine. Well, well, no, I'd put it in the bird bath out in the garden. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 Those of you who don't know, that is a classic Australian pastime. I mean, who if if you see a bird bath in Australia <laughs> and you and you're after a tipple, 
you you're feeling the there's an afternoon glow and you you want it you can just bump the birds aside and have a slurp out of the bird bath good chance <laughs> it's a shiraz it's a very good chance there's a good chance <laughs> i love all these lies we're making up about australian culture it's great isn't it? that's beautiful it's it? <laughs> so much fun my yeah. when my ex-wife when we lived in london she used to tell people that she rode a kangaroo to school every morning <laughs> You know, you get stories like that. Well, yeah. I, on on YouTube, they were saying uh, how remarkable it was because they had the CCTV image of the kangaroo running, you know, having a bit of a a lockdown run around through oh, yeah. the through the streets of Adelaide. Oh, yeah, there's no cars. So oh, he, right, yeah. he, so he's just out there running around. And the all the people, non-Australians, are all going, oh, OMG, you know, and this is amazing. I never thought, I didn't think they ran through the streets and blah, blah, blah. So I thought, oh, I'll post something in the comments under the YouTube video thing, you know. And I wrote, um, <laughs> it's time that you knew. <laughs> <laughs> Which I suppose it right. raises the question, you know, like there's a lot of drug trafficking, I suppose, that's just not happening right now. Well, West Australia, I mean, you know, the most isolated state in the in the country, um, would be having the same problem because their border is closed to everyone at the moment. All the other borders, Northern Territory, New South Wales, South Australia, they their borders are open to mm. each other. You know, they they've got this travel bubble thing going on, but West Australia are, are refusing to join them, and um, so they've still got the hard border, and uh, they they are not letting anybody in from any state. Whatsoever, yeah, so, uh, but that might all change very soon, and um, it could do, yeah, mm. yeah. So that, yeah. They can't stay isolated forever. I think they would like to. I think West Australia would like to be their own country. <laughs> they, they, they do like they do like to think that they're um, the drivers of the whole Australian economy. Without West Australia, the whole of Australia would fall apart just because of all the resources there, the mining, and everything. Yeah, well, so, it is. Um, I mean, it's a major con contributor, that's for sure. It is, yes. And I think they would like to just keep it to themselves and not have to share it out federally. But anyway. Well, it's kind of, I suppose, so, it's almost like they're saying, look, people who are working, playing, paying taxes are the ones supporting the unemployed. Mm. And the unemployed are re receive benefits. Uh, in Australia at the moment, that's obviously, that's, changed significantly yep. because there are people who are forced out of work essentially. Yep. But that's where Western Australia's attitude's been for a long time. It's kinda of like, well, we're we're putting we're putting money in the federal coffers. Um more than anyone else. Yep. So what are we what are we getting in return? But then of course the boom busted and they yep. all their money that they were spending making their their beautiful country, let's just put it that way, um, fully independent or whatever it is they were doing, uh, they, they realised that they'd been uh, spending too much and now they've they've got to go to the government and say, hey, you know, remember when we put all that money in the bank, your bank? <laughs> Can we have a little bit back now? <laughs> Can we get a rebate? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to put in a new, we, we're halfway through the new pool. We need to put... Finish it off for us, please. So, I don't know whether they're doing some sort of light rail or, uh, well, I don't know, who knows what they were doing over there. But I think that that question has been asked many times, mainly because of their isolation. Is it possible Ooh. for Western Australia to 
be its own country. Well, I reckon it is. <laughs> yeah. I reckon they do reckon it is as well. I well, I think Scotland has a better chance of being its own country yes. than Western Australia, for I sure. And I, yeah, sort of, I, I sort of equate Western Australia tr- trying to be its own country, which it isn't, by the way. Mm. To be like Wales trying to go, right, that's it. We've had enough. We're chopping. We're going. Yeah, we're like Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the country of Cornwall. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. doesn't sound right. Whereas, where, mind you, Tasmania could say, we're going to be our own country. And the yeah. rest of Australia would be like, who are you? What? What? Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Sure. Yeah. Go right yeah, ahead. Yeah. That's fine. Anyway, so uh, we're all worried about. I mean, anything can happen, um, but I'm still pretty confident that at least the Perth Fringe World Festival and the Adelaide Fringe Festival will be going ahead in some shape or form. Twenty-one or this year? Twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I think I've been given the dates, venue registrations. I've already registered my venues for Perth and for Adelaide. Oh, that's Um, good. So I've got them all. You know, they're all on site again this year. Mm. Um, so um, we just got to wait and see what happens. I mean, I don't know if the international border is going to come down. I don't know whether any international acts are going to be able to get here for the festivals. Well, it could be um, the year of the of the domestic comedian. Yeah, I know. It's going to bugger me up a little bit, isn't it? With my international lineup show. <laughs> hey, I'll we'll get on do, there. We'll have to do an interstate. <laughs> the, you should, you know, you should just use all the same advertising, but just have like that classic red line crossing yeah. out the national, mm. and just write state mm. instead. You well, know, well, I think there's enough international acts that actually live in Australia to to be able to. Well, to there are. Yeah. I mean, so. I know, I know a couple that moved to New Zealand of all places, but they've mm. quite they uh, made a you know, presence for themselves over there. And um, yep. I think we're going to end up having some sort of soft kind of border uh, with New Zealand, aren't we? Yeah, no, I, th- I think we might get some New Zealand acts over for the festival. Mm. And, of course, you can get anyone from Tasmania. They're international. Mm. But, of course, my plans for going back, because I did a couple of festivals in Canada um, in 2019 as well. Um, I remember so I did that. The, I did the Kamloops and the Okanagan Comedy Festivals in Canada. Yeah. Um, and was toying with the idea of going back. I was invited to go back and do it again this year, um, but toying with the idea. I didn't know if I was going to actually do it. Um, but, yeah, probably not. But again, again, you know, that was August, September time. So by then, it could all be over next year by then. Who so knows? It could be. Mm. And they reckon mm. they're going to get these vaccines happening. Trump was bragging well, about how they've Trump, got one Trump, into the third phase. He's he's got his own vaccine. He's he's, he's apparently been injecting Domestos. For those of you who are playing along and not Australians, Domestos is basically bleach. It's an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> product. I didn't want to use the word bleach. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. I know. It's unfortunate. We have to... Oh, good. But, no. yeah, I mean, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm, I think there's, you know, there's a few vaccines out there that are looking promising and stuff. I think um, so. Well, they've got... the Oxford University have got one oh, that has... 
I love that one. Yeah, that's a great name as well, Oxford University. What a great name for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Educational as well. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't help thinking that they're cashing in on some sort of cred, some sort of cred they think they have just because mm. it's Oxford University. But yeah. that one generates the T cells, which is what you want because they yeah, are kick that, ass. Yeah. Yeah, the T cells are the, uh, 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 they're the big boys. They are. You get the T cells going in there. They, they, uh, so, yeah, so, um, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know by September. Well, um, we will. And there's, um, the US reckon that they'll probably be the first cab off the rank, but I don't know if they're going to have the, the best one. But for this virus, it may not be necessary that we have, we have, uh, because there's a whole raft of vaccines, and I don't want to get down the rabbit hole, but really what we want is we want one that tampers with the DNA of the actual virus. And that that is a, like a super science that's emerging as we speak. And I think it's what, what we're going to get out of the corona is an acceleration of that, uh, that sort of uh, next level science yeah. you know but we're yeah. not going to have access to that i don't think this time around but yeah. it's starting to look good and that really the only way this comes to an end is with a vaccine i don't is a vaccine or the whole thing dies out like the strand i was reading up on the history of the spanish flu you know it was 100 years ago yeah never had a vaccine no because um it kind of the first wave came the second wave was bigger and then a third wave come, which wasn't as big as the first wave, uh, but then it just died out. The, the, the actual virus itself um, just petered out. And so they, they stopped working on a vaccine, which is the big mistake they made again when, they, when we had SARS-2, you know, when we had the, you know, the one a little while ago. Yeah. Um, the SARS-2 um, virus, they were working on a vaccine, and then that, side, that petered out, that kind of thing. And they, they stopped funding the science search for a virus. And all the scientists were saying, no, we need the money. We've got to keep looking because this is going to happen again. But nobody listened and they took the money away. Um, and so maybe we, 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 we might have had a, a vaccine already by now. Yeah. If well, they just kept doing the research on it. That's right. And it might have been some sort of super vaccine that, we, you know, using technology that we're not even aware of. But yeah. like with many things, we're now behind we're behind the the potential of, of that curve, what, mm. what, it, what it was, you know, re revealing to us in terms of how um, hopeful we can be. And now yeah. science has got to play this weird catch-up game, which is what it's done, I don't know, since Galileo looked at his... Uh, Looked at his navel and thought, you know what? There's a bit of fluff in there. What about what about <laughs> <laughs> this fluff is in the shape of a constellation? I'm yes. going to call that constellation fluff. 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 I'd, I'd, I'd like to be a part of that galaxy. The galaxy of fluff. The vaccine, I think, you know, what I'm looking for in a vaccine is one that doesn't hurt when they put it in your arm. <laughs> That's, well, that's exactly right because they sometimes do, don't they? They've got this, uh, they do the, the swelling, and then they've got some weird. It makes a you get a lump, and then you get a bit of the you get a bit of the effect, and then you got to sniffle through a, a couple of days. Oh, crikey, 
who wants any of it? It's, it's a bit crazy to me. Mm. But anyway, that yeah. is the nature of a vaccine, of course. Mm, that is. That's cool. So anyway, um, going back to what we were saying before about the festivals, I mean, everyone's got their fingers crossed. We're all hoping that it'll go and it'll be uh, in a similar form to its normal. Um, I don't like this new language we're using, by the way, the covert normal. Oh, the COVID normal. Well, this is what this the podcast COVID is normal. about. I I wanted to challenge this uh, f- this the flexible use of this word normal. Oh. People have started not so long ago, and we don't hear it repeated quite so much because I think we are now inside the new normal. But early on, the new normal was a catchphrase to 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 define uh, our fear essentially. Absolutely. And uh, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Oh, so that's why I started I this po- this podcast. What what are your reflections on that? On what the COVID normal? No, the that phrase, the new normal, or the COVID the normal, normal, or just this, the exploitation. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we want a normal. <laughs> we, just, we just want normal. We don't want a new normal, or COVID normal. We didn't have a Spanish normal, did we? Like Spanish you know, that would have been a bit weird. Well, we, we, um, we yeah. all speak Spanish. Um, yeah. It wouldn't have been good at all. a Spanish normal. So, I'd, no, I, I, we just want a normal, thank you. That, that would do me. Can, just can we just bring back the normal? A normal. Any, uh, any a, type yeah. of normal that has, yeah. that has been... Well, defined yeah. by some predictable qualities. Let's put yeah. it that way, because I think we are we are living in a fairly stable environment. Like we look out the, the, out the door, and it doesn't really matter which part of the world you come from. You've got a neighbour, and they've got a kid, and a mm. dog, and the dog sometimes goes off its head, and no one knows why. And then they've got, you know, they've got uh, Netflix and you can be in San Jose, you could be in Bernie, New, you know, Tasmania, you could be, you know, Kathmandu, who knows where you'd be, you know. But really, society's structure is kind of uh, built around some fairly stable elements. So I think our normal is very, it's a very fixed thing that you can't really mess with too much. So when people say we want something new or we want a new normal or we're going to get a new normal, they're just talking about the degrees of discomfort that are being applied to what is a very, very stable kind of um, platform. So I don't know how you describe that. It's kind of like, well, we've, we've, built our flat, we've built our house on this big cement slab and, you know, there's some weeds growing up. Well, that's not a new normal. Of course, there's some of these weeds are pretty vicious, and they you don't want to eat them because they'll, you'll die or whatever it might be. You know, however you want to tailor the analogy, but it's not changing some core fundamental things. Life is mm. going to go on. You can might move to Western Australia because they don't have lockdown or they don't have restrictions, but I guarantee you're going to be moving into a house that's going to have a telephone access or it's going to have. Wi-Fi or whatever it's going to be, it's going to have all the same things that you've got right now. Yeah. And, you know, obviously when people are sort of forced out of work, when they're forced into a, you know, a different living arrangement, they've got to 
They've got to be at home for extended periods of time. Uh, that can cause stress in the family dynamics and, and all that sort of stuff. Then, yes, that does certainly change the nature of the the, the fundamental, the, the sort of superficial kind of parts of the normal. Mm. But it's very hard to change a whole normal. It is. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, we, it'd be nice to go back to some liberty, but that's—I don't think that's—I don't think that's a normal. I don't think we we call that normal. I think we're being um, unfair to the word normal to be constantly caught forcing it into being other things. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I think, that? Yeah. I think I think I had a rant. <laughs> You did have a bit of a rant there. It's good mm-hmm. But yes, I don't know. This whole liberty thing and all the people down here are refusing to wear masks and stuff and they're, and they're deliberately going out and videoing themselves and putting it on Facebook and telling people not to conform and how we're all being herded into this big corral that, you know, and this whole thing is just a, a fake and it's all designed to make us conform, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're, Where's that all going? Well, well, people are afraid, you know. Yeah, and that's 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 interesting, isn't it? Most most of us, like with the first wave, we think, yeah, it's right to be afraid. So mm. let's follow the rules. Most yeah. of us are not going to. We even if we contract it, we may not. We're probably not going to die. But we feel some considerable sympathy and empathy for those people who are vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. And many of us don't know what we can do for the vulnerable people in our society in an in normal situation. So, given that we are with the pandemic able to literally do something that says yes, I'm I'm in sympathy with the uh, the needs of others, especially those people less fortunate than I am. Then we were quite happy to embrace that idea. But when when the ghost comes back again, you know, when the monster returns, we think we've sort of slayed the monster. And then it returns, it's kind of like, well, what is this monster then really? You know, what, what are we actually facing here? And that's when they kind of go, they will, people will make two choices. They go, okay, well, it's not as simple as we thought it was. So let's uh, go back to lockdown and, and respect the process. And other people will go, it's fake. It's not true. <laughs> it's, isn't it? It's like flat earthers who will think yes, to themselves, yeah. look, the earth is, a, the earth is, is, is unable to, uh, you know, make sense to me. It's too big. It's too diverse. It's too, it's too multidimensional. A lot of that's to do with that person not really being able to cope with life generally. Yeah. So they try to remove a few dimensions, simplify, smooth it out, give it borders, mm. make it make it conceivable in other ways. And this helps them. Yeah. This is the, a perfect example of people manipulating their environment to make themselves feel better when the truth is they've got some work to be to be done on in the inside universe inside their head 
that's the work they need to do. So it doesn't surprise me that people are kind of acting out mm. and saying, oh, you, you know. You get, every, you get it in every scenario. You get it everywhere. It's, you know. Absolutely. And people are afraid, so they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll ignore and they'll deny mm. and all these yeah. dangerous things. Mm. Mm. But I think it's, it's, uh, it's very strange when we've got these videos, these nut jobs approaching border checks and they're reading out human rights uh, scripts. Oh, how crazy <laughs> was that? Oh my God. It's crazy. And she's calling herself a, an influencer or something. This one girl. She's under the influence, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. She's, (laughs) look, if she doesn't have a flat earth theory, I will be, I'll I'll, I'll eat a human rights (laughs) transcript. I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, I'll eat the bolognese I'm making. Don't do it, Terry. Don't do it. I don't like the flavour of hats. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when people say, I'll eat my hat. Oh, yeah, really, what flavour do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I want one of those, um, there's pilot ones with the ear flaps. That's the flavour I like. Oh, yeah. Hmm. The ear flaps with the little strings that go down under your chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the one with the little um, helicopter propeller on the top. Mm. One of those. <laughs> yeah. That'd be for dessert, I think, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, no, I, I like to think that, that people are, are not quite as stupid as that. But, um, no, me too. Look, you know, luckily enough, 99.9% of us are pretty okay. <laughs> you know, we're all right. We're not too bad. To be no, we're not. You know, but most of us are, we're okay. You know, we'll get there. And we couldn't see an end to it because they're like the end of the tunnel. Um, yes. I really do believe now that we've got compulsory face mask wearing, which I think should have come in a bit earlier. Um, I'm thinking now that, you know, that's what, what we're a week into that now. A week, that'll be a, a week Thursday. So they reckon it's a 10 to 14 day, you know, that, that you see the results start to come through. So I'm expecting that in the following week, we should see numbers to start coming down quite dramatically. Good. Um, yeah, I think it'd be good. And of course, they, 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 they've now got on this aged care. It's, it's just been a disaster. This old mm-hmm. in, in Victoria, the, the aged care thing, it's just been, it's been a disaster. And, of course, there was other mistakes made when they uh, allowed private security guards that had no idea what they were dealing with to guard people that were on um, that had come back from overseas and in hotel quarantine. Yeah. And they were letting them come out for a smoke and sharing the smokes and letting them go mm. into each other's rooms and play cards and, and all sorts of things was going on. And, um, and this is where a lot of this new breakup we got has come from, from that. So there's been... There's been a few little mistakes made, um, only little ones. Mm, um, yeah. But yeah, it's um, but it just goes to show how quickly this could actually just take off. That's yeah. right. It doesn't need much, does it? No. Just mm. needs that one that one cough in a crowded room. <laughs> 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 and it can start the whole. 
that's so poetic. It's almost uh, almost sounds like we uh, we should finish the podcast on that little note. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let I'll let you get on to on you with your pastor there, Terry. And uh, yes. well, thanks thanks for tuning in and throwing in your two cents and uh, listening to my ranting. That was no, good. It's always good. I love your ranting. It's good. <laughs> And you will have shows happening and people will hear about it, of course. And if you're at one of the festivals in those big cities, then make sure you get along, especially once lockdowns are eased. And uh, the uh, we, we need it. We need people coming through the door buying tickets. And uh, make sure you do, you've had your vax first and <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be happy. I, ma- I imagine there'll be some quarantine lockdown jokes. So you don't want to miss out on those. I'm sure there'll be um, plenty of that stuff going on, yeah. Um, matter of fact, um, yeah, I don't think I'll be indulging in that stuff. I'll just leave it up to everybody else. They can do that. <laughs> oh, you've got too much <laughs> material. That's your problem. You've got a, a lifetime. A full lifetime. Of, full, of, yeah. full of jokes. Full of jokes and antidotes and, and all sorts of things, yes. Yeah, that's good yeah. quality stuff too. So mm. I'll... um. But we'll we'll check in with Terry again too. I think Terry, you might have to come back and have another chat, mate. Yes, I would love to. It's been fun. All right. Okay, I've been Adam Jacobs. He's been Terry North. We'll catch you yes. guys again very soon. Yes. Ta-da. Bye. There's a special guest joining me every week, folks, helping me to nut out the new normal. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you next time.